The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalade. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Ever-G. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking in. Today, we got in the house Kansas Business Services. They're going to tell us their small business story. That's right. I'm really excited. We have Ms. Donna Wright here today. She's going to tell us a little bit about KBS. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Kansas Business Services, we are a small um, consulting firm here in the Wichita area. However, we um, have clients all over the United States. We try to focus in three uh, different areas. Um, organizational management, uh, that could include things like strategic planning, uh, program management, process development. We also have one arm of our business that is training and development. Um, as you know, uh, DEI has taken a life of its own. Um, I've been in the DEI space for about 15 years, uh, but that is one of the uh, services that we provide to corporations and governmental agencies, just that DEI uh, lens that we're asking companies to look at their processes through. Um, I'm also a, a contractor uh, with the Kansas Leadership Center. Um, nice. And so um, I've had the opportunity to work with uh, KLC for about six years. Um, I've, uh, I'm a program chair of the uh, program called Lead for Change. Um, it's typically a four-day program. Uh, since the pandemic hit, we um, have changed that to a six-week program, hmm. one time a week. Um, and uh, we have as many as 150 to sometimes 200 participants wow. um, in that class. We also do some um, curriculum development for companies that are looking to um, train uh, their workforce. Um, it can be in any area, uh, communications. Um, it could be the DEI space or really whatever a company is needing to take their businesses to the next level. Um, we try and listen and develop curriculum for those um, for those folks. On the business development side, and this is really uh, one of the core areas that Darius operates in, um, he um, actually uh, helps companies when they're looking to do mergers and acquisitions. Uh, we do strategic partnerships. Uh, we also, um, and I'll say we, but Darius is probably one of the top uh, technical writers in the country, business technical writers. 
when it comes to governmental contracting. Um, within that, um, that space of business development, we also work with corporations who are looking to um, enhance their supplier diversity processes um, and their vendor management um, processes and procedures. And so, um, yeah, we're here to help companies uh, be their best selves. Mm-hmm. We're here to help them uh, build human capacity and um, just help their employees um, help them. That is wonderful. You guys do quite a bit, which yes. I was unaware um, so you've mentioned Darius a few times. So tell us um, about your business. So what is your title and what is Darius's title? Okay, so um, I actually operate as the managing principal of KBS. I came on board in 2015. Darius actually founded uh, KBS back in 2012, I believe. He was working for um, another uh, minority business owner. Uh, Ventec Enterprise as a senior analyst Mm. and um, I think VP of operations or something like that. And uh, because they had entered into the governmental contracting space, the SBA called on Darius and said, hey, we've got a number of small businesses that just don't understand the process. Mm. Can you help him? Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's how KBS was founded. I, I happen to be um, the regional vice president for a national not-for-profit called the National Minority Supplier Development Council. That's a mouthful. The mission of that particular uh, organization was to increase uh, capabilities of minority and women-owned business owners um, and really get them in the space to where they could provide products, products or services to corporate America. And so I left that organization in 2015. And Darius um, said, um, I need you to come and help me run this business. And, you know, I I, I said, are you sure? You know, <laughs> what, what, you know, what's the skill set that you need? Uh, and he said, Ma, he said, uh, and I'm sorry, he called, you know, Ma. He says, uh, my, your extensive network would be very, very helpful. And people call you all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I need you to come on board and just do what you do. That's awesome. That That's how I, I came to be with KBS. Ma, I need your help. Yeah. Come on over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. is really awesome. Yeah. So, are you guys on so all social media platforms? We are. I will say that we're not um, as consistent with our Facebook page or our Instagram page, but we are there. But we're always on Twitter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Twitter is where you I can find you. Yes. Okay. Are you on TikTok? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to download the app. I refuse. Um, uh, You'll fall in love with it. You need to do it. I know. uh, I know. And and that's why I'm not going to do it. Because I don't need to be on any more social media platforms. But I do understand that in this day and age, it's very helpful to be able to interact 
on all of the social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, back in the day, it was word of mouth, knocking on doors. Today, you know, one tweet, uh, one Facebook post has the opportunity to um, put you in thousands, if not millions of people. Um, And so um, that is one area that I think that we probably could um, really begin to utilize a little bit more. Well, you shared your entrepreneurial story, uh, which is an excellent story. Ma, can you? <laughs> I love that part. That's why we keep it real on the podcast. What type of culture are you trying to make or create, I would say, at KBS? Um, our tagline uh, for Kansas Business Services is uh, it's more than business. Uh, Darius and I both are very, very passionate about our work. And we do know that when people come to us and they ask for assistance, um, it's really not about money for us. It's about um, our core values. Mm -hmm. It's about um, helping uh, reach or helping smaller companies to change the economic uh, the economic landscape of their families. I mean, that's one of the things that we keep in mind, particularly when we are dealing with uh, women and minority-owned businesses. Some of them are first-time business owners. Mm-hmm. They may not have uh, all of the knowledge. They may not have the capital, which is probably 80% of the companies that we sometimes start working with. And we know that if we could just get them into a space and give them a platform um, to uh, to grow their businesses, it absolutely changes their economic situation, not only for themselves, but for generations. And uh, so the culture really is around um, being truthful, honest, hard work, and I don't mean working uh, 24 hours a day because we also teach balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we really want um, those that we work with to shine in their own spaces. Let's unpack that capital thing. I mean, because you kind of know how old I am. We've been talking capital since I was, or lack of, for businesses since I was 18. How can we how can we move that needle? I, I take it it's moved a little and maybe maybe moved a little during COVID, but how can it be just it's there? The capital's there. How can we get to that point? Yeah. And when you say unpack, yeah, it take a while for us yeah. to unpack that. Um, we all know that um, systemically, owning a business and being able to grow that business has not always been available to people of color. There has been a lot of movement um, in the last couple of years around major corporations um, trying to help fund small business owners, Mm -hmm. uh, diverse business owners. I think building relationships with uh, foundations, building relationships with companies like Evergy, that have a vested interest in our communities, if if we can replicate that for more than just an Evergy, 
uh, that helps to start move the needle. And you might say, well, how will that help? I do know that um, I'll use Evergy as as an example. I've been working with was then K uh, what was it KCPNL KCPNL. Mm-hmm. Um, I started working with them back in two thousand and six. Um, really trying to build their vendor base, uh, making sure that they were taking, they being KCPNL, right. take took a closer look mm-hmm. at companies that could provide a product or a service for them. They were very intentional. They're not the, uh, Evergy's not the only uh, company, right. but it's one of the leaders, I mm-hmm. believe, in this space. Building relationship with banking institutions um, like the Create Campaign Mm -hmm. and Christina Long. She's building relationships not only for herself and her company, but for other small business owners that may just need capital to get started or capital to expand their employee base. Uh, I think that those are some of the things. I also think that there's a uh, a legislative side to all okay. of this. Um, for a number of years, even the Kansas legislator, uh, legislature has had a number of bills that um, would be very helpful to enhance how Kansas can help small women, minority-owned businesses. I think one bill made it through committee, but none of those bills have ever been fully realized. Wow. Mm. Wow. So a young entrepreneur, no, I won't say young, a entrepreneur coming in, wanting capital and listening to you. Do you think what you just said is sustainable or it's just the the deal of the month? I mean, do you think it's going to stop after COVID or stop in a couple of years? Or is this the rule that now that this capital is available to minority-owned businesses that or, would be or my, women-owned businesses? That would be my hope. Okay. Um, I do think that you have to have people in places, um, executives like yourselves, that are pushing um, for that community investment into those type of businesses. So it can be sustainable. I do think from a from an entrepreneurial standpoint, um, there are things that we have to do. Uh, we can't walk into a bank and we don't know what a P&L means. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yes. we, 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 we can't um, walk into a uh, uh, the office of the loan officer and not be able to say that my 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 business has grown 20 percent. Here are my numbers. I'm not even going to get on credit. Right. But work on your own personal credit because it directly reflects how you're going to run your business. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. I, I started my entrepreneurial journey uh, back in about 2001 when I left the Boeing company. What I found out about myself is that I might have all of the knowledge that I need. I have the network. Um, I can do this. However, if you do not have the discipline to run a business, and that means uh, uh, being able to spend a couple of nights uh, working on a business plan. Excellent. (laughs) I I found out that me, someone who was teaching other business owners how to, 
you know, a, a startup mm-hmm. and, and to uh, uh, increase their businesses or, or in, increase their capacity. I didn't have that myself. I just didn't have the discipline. Fast forward a couple of years, grown a little bit more, matured a little bit more. And um, yeah, I, I was ready at that point. So, uh, so it's not just on the system to make sure that your business is sustainable. I think we as entrepreneurs have to do th- first things first. Yeah. So you've, you've said so much. I'm like trying to soak yeah. it all in, right? Yeah. But if we could go back, you said your tagline is, it's more than just business. So can you talk to us a little bit about how you define success in your business? If I don't see any growth, that's not success for me. <laughs> so I did say it wasn't about money, but hey, any business is in the, they're, they're in the business to make money, right? Yeah. All right. So um, I think that that's one, um, that's just one tenet of, of being successful. Mm-hmm. I think the relationships that you foster is success for me. There are people that I don't do business with currently, but if I needed to pick up the phone and make a phone call because of the relationship that I've developed mm-hmm. with them, it's like, yeah, Donna, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. For instance, I'll call one of your uh, colleagues. If I call Valerie Caezo and say, Valerie, I've got two business owners that can provide this product or this service. I've vetted them. Um, can you take a look at them? Because of my reputation and our relationship, Valerie's going to take a look at that company. Excellent. Um, I've told people this for years. It's not always what you know, but it is who Ooh, you yeah. know. Yeah. Shout out to Valerie, by the way. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Evergy, uh, rock like star. A lot. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, so we talked a little bit about what success looks like for you. Can you tell us what scares you? Uh, not much. <laughs> not much. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, let me be really, really transparent. Um, what scares me is if I have if 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 I live this life and I don't leave a legacy for not only my 14 grandchildren, but their children. Mm -hmm. That doesn't feel good to me. Uh, One of the other things that scares me is that the system will continue to put up barriers for business owners that look like me. It takes someone within a company to have a passion about being inclusive of business owners. As I said, most people do business with people that either they know or that look like them. And what I find in most major corporations is that the executives that are making the decisions on who gets contracting, they may not look like me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. They, won't, uh, they, do, they do business with people that they know and that people that they've been doing business with for years. So um, that for me is, um, that doesn't make me feel very, very good. Well, friends, it's time to hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back to hear more from Donna Wright and Kansas Business Services. Severe weather 
Whether it's hail, wind, rain or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit Evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, friends. We are here with Donna Wright from the Kansas Business Services, and she is telling us all about her business and how she can help you as a small business owner. We just finished uh, hearing what scares her um, and her journey, and we've also talked a little bit about her tagline and motto. Now I kind of want to hear a little bit about your work-life balance. How do you balance work, community, and family? All right. So over the last year and a half, it's been really, really easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, um, you know, I was home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was able to balance, um, you know, what I have to do uh, for the business and my home life. I, I, I can't say that that was true um, a couple of years ago. In the line of work that I, I've been in, um, it's always had a community focus. Uh, because it was trying to assist uh, business owners. Mm -hmm. And so that means that you have to be out. You have to be seen. You you go to a lot of awards uh, ceremonies. You go to a lot of workshops and and other things. Um, I I did find that um, my life balance was out of whack when I was spending 12 and 14 hours out in the community or working. And someone's getting neglected, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's typically uh, family. Uh, what I am so thankful that I've learned is that um, it's always family first. That doesn't mean that I don't care about the community, nor mm-hmm. um, that I'm just not uh, willing to do the work. But I do understand that I can't do this work without my family support. Right. Um particularly if you have a, a spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many different things that you have to weigh. There's like competing values. Um, do I want to do I want to go see um, my, my, my grandchildren play tennis, uh, you know, or volleyball, or am I going to go do something else or go attend a workshop? Uh, and so I'm, I've learned over the years how to balance. And uh, one of the things that has really helped Darius and I is that we get our uh, kids involved. Mm. So even if it's uh, looking through our income statement, <laughs> uh, even if it's uh, calculating the hours that we've spent on a particular project, And um, so we're just trying to include them so that they feel like they are a part. I like that. Now, huge shout out to my husband because he's allowed me 
um, over the years to be me. Mm-hmm. And um, and he he has a little joke. He says, he says, oh, I'm just Donna's husband. <laughs> and I said, no, you're not just Donna's husband um, because you're you're my you're my main cheerleader, my main supporter. Mm-hmm. So for any entrepreneur, I do know that it takes work. But I would uh, encourage and invite anyone who has a business to make sure that um, there's this balance that you create. And it's not the same for everyone. But you know what works for your family. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's just kind of something that uh, I'm I'm happy to say I'm, I'm getting it. So you said something in that that response about bringing your children and your grandchildren in to see the work and 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 experience it. So when you talked earlier about legacy and success, um, do you think that this is something that'll go to the next generation? Absolutely. We've already told which children who's going to major in business, <laughs> who's going to law school. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and who's going into the medical profession, right? <laughs> wow. Uh, legacy, um, legacy to me means that whatever my ceiling is, that's where they start. Right. Generationally, we can't always say that as a people. However, um, it is something that um, we are working really hard to provide to our grandchildren a sense of belonging, knowing that this is just not, they call me Nana, this is just not Nana and Uncle Darius or dad's business. This is a family business. Mm -hmm. And we fully intend um, for you to bring your expertise and your skill to this business. Um, Case in point, um, we have, I have a son um, who's in the financial services space. And um, the company has grown to a point to where we have begun bringing him in um, to start handling uh, some of our uh, finances, Mm -hmm. things like bookkeeping, Mm -hmm. invoicing. It's as simple as that. Um, I have my oldest daughter now who um, lives out on the East Coast who just started a, um, a certificate class. Now she's degree, master's degree. Uh, but um, uh, we told her, we've got so much work in one particular area, we need a little help. Now we have other associates that we use, but to bring a family member in, uh, we now have her going through Cornell's um, program for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Very nice. Um, just so that she can begin to handle that part of the business. Mm-hmm. What has surprised you most in your journey? It's not as hard as I thought it would be for the type of business that we have. Okay. Help explain that. Okay. Um, we do have technical skills. We're, 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 we, we have education in different, in, in different areas. However, it's our intellectual property that resides up here that we tend that we use a lot just from our experiences. And so um, I, I think that um, what surprised me most is that the work that I've done over the years mm-hmm. has helped us su- to sustain. 
and people really do value what's up here. And I'm pointing to my my brain. They value what you have to say. Uh, when we think of a consultant, we're thinking about a subject matter expert, right? right, right. And and yeah, we're subject matter experts in a number of areas. Um, however, sometimes it's just the wisdom of a thing. Excellent. I'm a little older now, so I, I got a little wisdom, <laughs> wisdom that I'm trying to share. And so the fact that people are willing to accept it uh, and not go to a McKinsey. Right. You know, uh, gotcha. that that has uh, been surprising, but yet I'm very thankful for that. Stan, with this entrepreneurship thing, uh, what local businesses or entrepreneurs do you take your inspiration from? local, national? Um, honestly, and Don will probably smile at this, but I have known uh, him and his wife for a number of years. And it always amazed me at what you all were doing entrepreneurially. Oh. Um, I didn't set that question no, up. You uh-huh. did not. No. no, you Ebony, did not. No, you did not. you need to back me up on this. That's I did true. not set You that. did not. Okay, thank you. That, but it... <laughs> It really um, sparked something in me when I wasn't thinking about entrepreneurship, just seeing what you all have been able to accomplish while working a nine to five most of the time (laughs) was very inspirational for for me and also my husband. Mm -hmm. The the other person that really inspired me uh, locally, she's no longer with us, was my mother. My, my mother um, worked for the government. Um, she was a loan guarantee officer. Probably, uh, she, I think she was the first African-American woman um, to actually um, uh, take that position. And um, throughout my life, I saw my mother trying things. I could not call it entrepreneurship then. But um, she went back to school when she was like 55, 60 years old. Wow. Um, she got her stock, uh, stockbroker license, wow. um, securities license. And now looking back, I'm thinking, wow, mm-hmm. you know, she was she was blazing a trail that I didn't even recognize back then. Um, so those are two stories that I just those, those have been my inspiration. And wow. I'm serious, Donna. I'm not just saying it because you're sitting here, but just the things that you all have been able to accomplish. It's been very inspirational. Wow. I'm cheesing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. But I, like when you was talking about legacy earlier, and that's that's me, I want to make sure when I go, I want to be tired. I want to do everything I wanted to do and try to make the communities that we serve, whether it's personally or with my company, Evergy, we want to make them better, mm-hmm. you know, and they talk about that dash, you know, what you do while you're here. Yes. You know, that's exactly what I want to do. I, what they say, you can rest later. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I want, when you talked about legacy, it's very, very important. So as we begin to wrap up, just want to talk to you a little bit about the future of your business. Where do you see you, you, the business in five years? Interesting. Um I had a long talk with my partner. Um, it's been about a year. And um, I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And uh, 
my 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 son told me this. He said, um, "You've already done all of this." He said, "Let me let me take it forward. You handle this piece. I've got the rest." Mm-hmm. And he and and he said, um, "Give me six years." He said, "I want six years." And in six years, what I would like for you to do is I would like for you to sit back and I would like for you to just be the visionary and just direct nice. what we're doing. How do you feel about that? I cried. I cried because this is my eldest son. He's not my eldest child, but he is the eldest son. And a lot of times we place a lot of pressure on our eldest um, to do, to be. And I always said, if anything should ever happen to my husband or I, um, he would be the one that I'm sure will make sure that the family is well taken care of. Mm -hmm. And his goal for me is to enjoy uh, my life, which I do, uh, and to to enjoy my retirement. Mm. So um, I'm looking forward to uh, the next five years to continue to build the company um, so that um, so that I am able to sit back and um, and to uh, I'll say rest <laughs> but yet be involved exactly. but to sit back I was and, about to say I don't know if you will if you'll actually just sit back oh I don't, I, I don't no, feel that's like just, that's gonna happen that's just not in my nature <laughs> yeah. I know uh, but I, but I have um I have learned through this journey uh for the past six years that it's okay to let go mm. and not delegate but to allow um others mm-hmm. to flourish and to learn. Mm. Yeah. I like That's that. Beautiful. So what can we do as a community to help your business? Support, support other young entrepreneurs. To me, that would be supporting me. Um, I worked in the uh, minority business arena for a number of years. Um, started at Boeing, but then moved over to the not-for-profit that I referenced earlier. And when I left, there was a space um, here in the Wichita area. I didn't think anybody else was going to pick up. Mm -hmm. And one day I got a phone call, and I was actually on vacation. And I got a phone call, and it was from Christina Long. And she said, Miss Donna, um, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And I... I I just want to make sure that's okay. It was almost as if she was asking for my approval. Mm. And I told her, I said, Christina, I am so glad to hear you say this. I said, there's so much that you could do. Mm-hmm. I said, please, because where you're going, remember I talked about that ceiling, even mm-hmm. though she's not my child. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, Christina and I have spent a lot of time together talking. Uh, and, and, and and I saw that where I stopped, she's taken that thing Correct. so yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, that that that's that's what I want to see mm-hmm. in this community. When you all step 
away from Evergy, there should be somebody that either you've mentored, you've talked to, that Mm -hmm. you know, that picks up that flag or that baton and they take it further than you ever could have. Yeah. I agree. Some of them trying to kick us out. Qu- no, are I'm you not trying to push you are out? You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to say it. You've done a terrific job of When mentoring. are you retiring? <laughs> I get it every week. Just a general question. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are funny. <laughs> well, now, Don, I think it's your time to shine with your word association. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to get that in. Okay, fun time, Mrs. Wright. Um, word association, I'm going to ask you a word. <laughs> you, <laughs> you give me a word back, and uh, it's not wrong because it's your word. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Leader. Influencer. College. Discipline. Failure. Opportunity. Definitely want to hear this one. Entrepreneur. Hmm. You stumped me. <laughs> um, motivated. There you go. Uh, Wichita. Growing. Chamber. Cutting edge. Okay. Two okay. words. That's all right. You're Mrs. Wright. You, you can do that. Beverage. I want to hear this one. Beverage. Beverage. Coffee. Uh, vacation. Relaxation. Family. Legacy. Last but not least, fun. <sighs> Beach. Mm. There you go. Very nice. Take me when you go. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for coming through, Mrs. Wright. Thank you so much. We appreciate you being here and sharing a little bit about your business and your personal life and uh, the legacy that you are leaving. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you, Ms. Evans. All right, friends, we've reached the end of the road. I would sing it in my best voice, the men's voice, but I won't. Uh, So till next time, make certain that you like us, share it, and leave a comment, please. Let us know who you'd like to hear from next. See you later. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.